again. Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. From do the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Couple of NFL notes here. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor, according to Adam Schefter, says Joe Burrow expected to practice in full today. He is easing himself back from the injury suffered early in training camp, and he is on track to start against the Browns on Sunday. Mike McDaniel, Dolphins head coach, wasn't nearly as explicit when discussing left tackle Teron Armstead. He's unsure of Armstead's availability. Did not practice on Monday. So that's what we know as the Dolphins prepare for the Chargers here on ESPN 106.3 Sunday. And then, of course, the Bengals and the Browns upcoming. Uh, Jeanette, I-, I wanted to ask you because you uh, you moonlight as a uh, as a drink slinger, a bartender mm-hmm. at a high end joint. Uh, we'll just say in the West Palm area. Uh, radio is not your only profession. You are a uh, a professional bartender. You do a very good job. People love you. Thank your you. personality uh, certainly matches what it takes. To, to brighten someone's day when they go out to have a drink after work or celebration or whatever, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, what you have found, though, because you previously, in a previous life, bartended at what many would consider dive bars. Dive local bars, yeah, yes. Di- and it was just sort of your thing. I uh, loved it. Which is fine. I'm not trying to degrade that. I'm a dive bar person myself. Listen, dive bars are the best bars, period. So oh, I love dive bars. You, though, have recently gone from dive bar to high-end uh, establishment. Yes. Uh, one would imagine that there are, well, Palm Beacher types that are in regular attendance having a drink at this place. Yes, uh, definitely Palm Beacher types. It is right on the intercoastal, so out uh, outside dining is very popular okay. at that establishment. What I'm imagining right now is someone with a sweater tied around their neck and draped on their back. Yes, yeah. okay. all of yeah. that. Spritzer. Botox, uh, let's say two, a, a dinner for two, a lunch, not okay. even a dinner. Lunch for two, uh, we'll do iced teas. Or glasses of wine. We'll do wow. glasses of wine. Uh, dinner easily rounds out to 100 bucks for lunch. Sorry. Okay. For lunch. Uh, so so you got to have some cash uh, to, to head to this place. And that means good things for Jeanette uh, as well, if all things go well. Now, part of what makes a good bartender, at least in my experience, and I've actually never bartended uh, as a job in my life, and I feel like uh, if I were to go back and do it again, I would do that because I think that that's a very commendable job that takes a certain personality to to properly pull off. There's a lot of talent and skill involved in that, especially when you're talking a high-end establishment where you're doing a lot more than just slinging beers, right? Mm-hmm. So so uh, you connecting with the clientele is extremely important, not only for your wallet, um, uh, but extremely important for the establishment because uh, they want bartenders that people want to come back and see and have drinks and do that entire thing. There's a give and take. Hashtag capitalism, okay? Uh, what you're finding, though, is that your sense of humor, what worked at the dive bar uh, or dive bars, isn't exactly the the cup of tea, if you will, for some of the, the brand new high-end Palm Beach or clientele. Absolutely. It's something I'm actually struggling with. And I have down a couple of the lines that I would use on these people the past couple, the past week, actually. 
Can we get some? Uh, can we get some piano, like some light piano music, Christian? Go ahead and take your time. I know I'm just throwing this at you, but I just want to set the scene. Just some light, light piano music. And I want to give more context to the local dive bars that I were in. It was in Pompano Beach, so Pompano Beach vibes are completely different than Palm Beach County, Palm mm-hmm. Beach mm-hmm. intercoastal restaurant energy. So, you know, when you're at a local dive bar, when you're bartending there, you get, I became very good friends with my regulars. You're cursing, you're joking, you're laughing. You get to know these people and their life in in a pretty intimate level. Right. I am learning that there's definitely a different type of class when you're bartending in these establishments. Mm -hmm. I have a very dark, sarcastic humor. When you're in local dive bars, you're allowed to do that. Right. I toned it down. Obviously, when I started bartending here, but I didn't know how much I had to turn it down. Right. So, so we're 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 at Jeanette's high end bar. The Palm Beachers abound, sweaters on shoulders, and uh, you hear the light clinks of of glass, toasts. Uh, you have delicious cuts of meat being sent out from the kitchen. Uh, Jeanette is making a martini or two. Uh, a, a mixed drink. Not, Cosmos. Not, Cosmos. Cosmos. Are very popular. Lots of Cosmos. Spritzers. Uh, not Apple a lot of spritz. beers. Not no. a lot of beers. Not not as many beers as the dive bars. There's no draft beer. No draft beer at this place. That's how high end it is. Okay. Uh, as light piano music uh, plays in the background. So Ken, I'm going to take you to the right beginning. Hi, my name is. You know, welcome, welcome to restaurant. Hi, my name is Jeanette. Oh, how do you pronounce your name? Gin, like the alcohol. And you get a Silence. stone face. <laughs> Silence. Oh, no. You've oh. got better than that. Yeah. No, I no, that's say. the first one. That's I mean, the Jeanette, intro. I got to be honest. It's not great. <laughs> no, no. It's the intro. But usually when you drop that line at a, like a dive bar or a local place, they'll be All like, right. oh, that's great. That's easy You'll to remember. Uh, you know? yeah. like, oh, right, exactly. These people are like, don't waste oh. my time. Get me a spritzer. So we have a delicious flatbread with four cheeses and a lot of garlic. I dropped this line yesterday and I got cold faces. I was like, there's so much garlic in this, it could kill a vampire. I mean, Jeanette, I got to be honest. I don't necessarily I connect with the with the rich, but we're off to a poor start. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Is it not cute? My net worth went up by not laughing at that joke. <laughs> really? I thought it was adorable. Here's, all right. Here's what I've learned about the Palm Beach crowd in my time here. Uh, my my nearly twenty years as a uh, as a resident and uh, one within this community. And I have another one. Palm Beachers <laughs> don't love Halloween. It's not really their thing. It's okay? my favorite season. Right, but you and the Palm Beachers are two entirely different people. Okay, what I would say is you need to connect to them on a classy level, like pumpkin spice. Okay, so I tried. Okay. This is what I tried to do. Okay, Jimmy Buffett unfortunately passed. Resting, rest in, rest in peace, peace, Jimmy. If there's one person that the Palm Beach crowd identifies yeah. with, yeah, it's Jimmy Buffett. There is love for Jimmy Buffett in Palm Beach circles. You're right. Okay, so I hit the. I tried to hit him twice because you know, as you're bartending and you're serving, you always want to upsell. So I, when he passed, I'd be like, "All right, guys, you know, welcome." Da 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 da. You know what? Uh, did you hear about Jimmy Buffett? Yes. Well, let's. Tr- we can celebrate his life by ordering a couple <laughs> margaritas or something. Boy, what a stretch. Did you really... Hey, hey, let's celebrate his life. 
by having a margarita. Some people laughed. Some people looked at me in absolute, complete disgust. When you said upsell, I thought you were going to be like, uh, hey, why don't you guys buy a margarita and pour one out for Jimmy? <laughs> See, that's a good line right there. That's good stuff. Pour one out for Jimmy. I was drink one for Jimmy. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah. I want you guys to spend more money, so here's a margarita. I was so ready to come to your defense in, uh, yeah. in this, Jeanette. I really was. I'm struggling, to be honest. Really? It's not an open mic, too. We don't need uh, one-liners and two-liners. I but think it's more are... you feel out the conversation, yeah. and then you say something funny that you know they're going to eat up. Do you, uh, do you, do you see on the, the hotkeys over there, Christian, our uh, rim shot? Do you see a rim shot over there? <laughs> no? Okay. Uh, just, just If you can't find it, it's no big deal. And then I tried to be really cute, too, to the, the people who laughed with my Jimmy Buffett, let's get a drink mm-hmm. and celebrate a margarita and mm-hmm. celebration. Oh, I also dropped that. You know, as Jimmy said, it's five o'clock somewhere. And that one got more chuckles. Um, and I, so then I tried to get personal because they're like, get have a personal touch. And I was like, all right. You know, and I, in two, in like 30 seconds, I was able to tell them growing up with my Dominican family, I always said Jimmy Buffet instead of, instead of Jimmy See, that's Buffett. good. That's, that's good stuff right there. Did they, did you get reaction from that? Some people laughed at me. Some people thought I was crazy. So I have no idea. Well, I, I feel like this is just about, at the, it, you're not going to get everybody. You're not going to get everybody. But what do I do? Do I just and say stale, stone cold and just. No. If, just, are these people alone or are they with their significant other or someone with, with them? They're with other people. Jokes don't land when you're, me and my girlfriend go out. I don't want a big conversation with the bartender. I'll be honest. When I'm by myself, that is the perfect spot to chat with the bartender. These no, it's, yeah. this is this restaurant is not a come in, have a drink, and hang out spot. I'm not asking for conversations mainly because there's not a many opportunities like the local dive bars where you have yeah. all these people come in solo just for a drink because their day was wild. Nah, this is not that type of establishment. So. My little one-liners are like quick hits. Okay. One of my favorite things about this restaurant, actually, is the minimal talking I have to do. I would honestly stay away from the jokes altogether. Like, you don't want to do like a, uh, uh, a how do you pronounce your name? <laughs> uh, gin, like, gin the- like the alcohol. Hey, it's not working. I thought it was cute. So I have no idea how to talk to these people. So what I would do, by the way, are you a service worker? Do you work in the service industry in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast? High-end clientele. You know if it's high-end clientele if you work there, okay? But can we give advice to Jeanette? How does she communicate with these rich people? How does she communicate (laughs) with the rich? She has has gone from dive bar to now high-end. She's trying to make a connection with these people. Dive bar people and high-end clientele, two different people. If you lived here long enough, you understand it. How does Jeanette connect with these people? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And my biggest lesson, it's not about wealth, but it's definitely like a perception. Because a lot of people have I had a couple regulars who drove Ferraris and Lambos and showed up and they mm-hmm. tipped me very well. But it's all a mentality and I have no idea how to break into this culture. You got to learn some tricks. Of richness. Learn some bar tricks for like balance bottles on your elbow. and like. I am not like putting on a show. Like you go Tom Cruise and cocktail. I am not putting on a show for these people. I don't think this restaurant is like oh, that. It is not 
a hibachi. If you're going to Vegas, that's the that's where they teach people to uh, do this. It's Vegas, so easy. Yeah. Vegas is very Could different. Could you imagine your bosses if you started flipping bottles around and like you're you're pouring drinks behind your back and the, that that would not go over well. I, don't I think. would tell them to call you two. You're pouring like, talk to these two. When you pour a martini, you pour it like three feet away from the glass. Like that video, I don't know if you've seen it. It's an Italian dude. It's perfect. You got to do it. That one's easy because if you're just pouring it, you just literally hold it up and you keep the bottle at a straight angle. But it's the little things, right? You're so easily It raises the class. Let me ask you, is it creepy to compliment people on like an article of clothing to like start an interaction? Like, oh, I like your earrings or I like your... Is that creepy? Can you not do that in 2023 or is that something that maybe Jeanette could fall back on? Oh, okay. No, I do not want to do that. Don't I will compliment a girl's no. nails, but that's do you want it. it. Do you want a uh, connection with the rich people or do you not? I'm not going to be like, oh, that's a nice purse. <laughs> I can tell when a bag is fake. There's a lot of people who walk well, in there with fake purses. Out. Don't point that out. Don't <laughs> yeah. do that. You need an alter ego when you clock in for work. Like yeah. like Beyonce, when she, she gets on stage, she's Sasha Fierce. I, what's, my, what's my classy <laughs> with, uh, rich white girl or name? Or you could just be like, hey, how's your 401k? Right, just... Speak on their terms. Yeah, right. You got to get on their level. Like, hey, uh, you going to Polo this weekend? Oh, pickleball, man. Yeah. Oh, you drop a pickleball and the money's going to floor. Absolutely. Really? Pickleball's going to do it? It's got nowadays it will. Yeah. This golf, is a great golf call. and pickleball. Well, good it. thing Tina from the home team just asked if we wanted to jo- play pickleball with her. Maybe I can learn a couple things. That's actually a great call. Pickleball, golf, stay on that level. Golf? That's excellent. Maybe yeah. I can hit them with that. I worked for the PGA Tour line. Yeah, just, no, no, well, you could. Or I you won't tell say, them I was miserable, but say, I can tell them. How you hitting them? How you hitting exactly. them? How they you might, hitting them? They if, might think something else. No, if they, you, they'll first go to people. golf. It's they'll go to golf first. There was a waitress. Yes, there was a waitress who asked about how me and my dad's round went after we walked into a bar after a round of golf. Oh, it felt good. Yeah. We didn't have to say it. They saw what we were wearing. Uh, it's good. Yeah. Trust, it'll work. Can I tell you about a line that worked? Oh, sure. There was a lady who was drinking, I swear to you, water out of a wine glass. And I refilled it for the third time. She dropped the glass. Mm. And I said, oh, my gosh, got to cut you off. <laughs> oh, that's, see, that's a that's good a line. Good joke, that's a good joke. I like that. I like that. that. That's much better than the vampire line. I like that. <laughs> how, how, how does Jeanette... How, how does Jeanette properly connect with the rich people at her new bartending job? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And social media at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. When we come back, the only person at ESPN West Palm watching the World Basketball Championships is Jeanette. She is allowed up to two minutes to give you an update from the tournament. Also... We've got some plane problems and not the one uh, that that you would most, well, most regularly assign to planes, which is, well, crashing. I promise you, this isn't a plane crash story, okay? That's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. That is very true. Thank you, Deep Voice. Uh, We've been trying to figure out how to get Jeanette to connect with the rich people that she is now serving as a bartender at her high-end bartending job. She's only known dive bars up until this point. Uh, now she's uh, she's more serving the the Palm Beach crowd. A little bit of advice is needed. Uh, Segway Sean in Palm Beach Gardens 
here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Sean, what do you make of, uh, of Jeanette and how she connects to a, uh, a new type of clientele here? Yes, it's, it's, a, it's a common trend to go from a, you know, type of, I've, I've done that as well. I've done, I've done the dive bars. I've managed, bartended, and wait tables at, at dive bars. And then I've also done it after that at the uh, more country clubbish uh, sure. places and establishments. One thing, I can, one thing I can say is the biggest difference in it is, and I get where you're coming from. You're trying to sell yourself. You're trying to make them laugh. You're trying to get them to like you. But the biggest difference between dive bar people and country club people is the nature of the people that you're dealing with. People that at the country club are, you know, not all across the board, but in general, they're a little self-centered, a little uh-huh. bit narcissistic, you know, kind of involved in themselves. So the best thing you can possibly do is sit and wait, let, listen to them, laugh at their jokes. You know, it's easier for bartending because you're kind of around a little bit more. Sit and wait and listen to what they're saying. Remember their names. They love that because they're all self-involved. Yeah, they want to be um, regulars. They want, to, they, they want that regular treatment. Yeah, totally, totally. And anytime you can fit in the comment, make them, you know, cater to their egos, make them feel better about themselves, because they don't really care about you at the end of the day. Right. You know, it's all about, they remember you if you make them feel better about themselves. That's how you'll stand out in their mind. That's all I can tell you, and that's, that's definitely worked. And at the same time, they'll definitely keep you clear from making any kind of embarrassing jokes that, yes, will be normally funny at a uh-huh. bar, but this uh-huh. way. This way, you're really just laughing at their joke or kind of chiming in on their story. Yeah. Not too aggressively, but yeah. That's, that's good advice, Sean. I think that's very, very sound advice, and it's just like a fake media laugh. I, I, like, uh-huh. you're used to having you're used to being on the radio Jeanette and everything's the Jeanette show you've got the uh, the uh, the subculture radio podcast Jeanette and Juice, uh, Jeanette and Juice uh, Fridays mm-hmm. at 6 o'clock yes subcultureradio.com you have that you have obviously Ken Levick Alive ESPN 106.3 yours to being in front of a microphone it's not the Jeanette show in front of the Palm Beach <laughs> it's not the Jeanette show it, it's wow. You've got to, oh. a, a media laugh. Okay. Uh, you've got to have a good media laugh. Um, <laughs> like they'll say, hmm, stub my toe today. And you'll be like, oh. Is that something I can laugh at? Or like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, I just. What happened? You'll know. You'll Rub know. some shoulders too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some contact won't yeah. hurt. <laughs> yes. If, Give me a joke. Give me a joke. physical contact. Yeah. Give. <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying. You know, listen, yeah. listen. You're this is good. Have you been playing recently? This is the place to get a little <laughs> boat, Daddy. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna you say. Know. I mean, get on that. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, what is is actually creepy. Speaking of creepy things, uh, Eli Drinkwitz. I I don't think Jeanette heard this. We we talked about it yesterday here on Ken Levick Alive. But I needed. There are some things we do when Jeanette's not on that we need to bring back when Jeanette is on because I need her initial reaction to it. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz. Of, uh, of Missouri. He is the head coach of, of the Missouri Tigers. Uh, he was talking about his quarterback and how gutsy and tough uh, and how high of character uh, he is. Uh, the earlier or late last week in front of assembled media uh, there at Mizzou, Eli Drinkwitz, he did the coach thing where, oh, this guy is, uh, is such a, a man of high character. Uh, I'd love to have him date my daughter. You know how coaches do that or older men do that? But there's a twist. There was a little extra level to this, and I wanted to get your reaction. Here is uh, Eli Drinkwitz, Missouri head coach on his prized quarterback. He put his butt on the line for everybody in this organization and every fan every single game last year with a torn uh, uh, um, whatever he had in his shoulder. And he never flinched. He never stinking flinched. 
And we asked him, hey, you want to take it? No. Does Doc say I can play? Doc says you're good. You can't injure it any worse. I'm in. I'm fighting my butt off for this team. So I got no questions about his determination or him putting Mizzou first or putting the team first. That guy's a team first young man, and, and uh, he's got a girlfriend. Otherwise, man, I'd be trying to get him hooked up with my, once my daughter's turned 18 because he's unbelievable. Yeah. He, he, he went the love to have him date my daughter's route, except his daughter's uh, six and eight. I'm speechless. Mm-hmm. He could have, his daughters are six and eight, yeah. not even double digits. He has, he has one daughter that's double digits and then he has six year old, eight year old. He could have left that whole thing out. Mm-hmm, he sure could have. He could have just not made it awkward at all. I actually, if you listen to it, let's just let's listen to uh, a little bit of the end part. Uh, you can just pick wherever in that end part, but you can you can hear when his brain says, "Hey, maybe you don't do this. Maybe you don't do this." But then he just bulls through it and he and he does it anyways. You can hear him stutter. Here's here, here's Eli Drinkwitz realizing subconsciously, but then not publicly. Oh God, I shouldn't have done that. For putting the team first, that guy's a team first young man, and and. Uh... He's got a girlfriend. Otherwise, man, I'd be trying to get him hooked up with my once my daughter's turned eighteen. There it is. Because he's unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Not good. Not good. He had a hold up initially. He was like, "Oh wait, he does have a girlfriend. I shouldn't say that about him." Right. But wait a second. There's a whole other part of this. Disgusting where- <laughs> pedophilic level it's to this. It's just so gross. He 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 bulldozed through a bunch of uh, of gates. <laughs> A, a bunch of those construction horses. He just barreled right through them. You know, sometimes you have that intuition or you're, you're, you something your gut tells you no once. Yeah. I feel like his gut told him no like five times. <laughs> right. And he was like, nah, man. He just, Bam! Right through it. <laughs> once he said, no, oh, he's got a girlfriend. He's like, all right, I'm in the clear. I hurled that fence. I played that perfectly. I'm like, wait a second. My daughter's? Oh, no, I didn't see this coming. Yep. Yep. Not good. So, uh, so that's uh, that's Eli Drinkwitz, and uh, that reaction from you was everything I thought it would be and more. So, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that. Um, uh, before we uh, we move on to something I said I would do uh, for uh, for Jeanette here, uh, I want to make sure that uh, I tell you about I think financial. I think financial honoring coaches throughout high school coaches throughout uh, Palm Beach County, the people who call the plays on the sidelines, talk about players all the time. What about the coaches? Every month we feature a different coach on ESPN West Palm High School game day for their contributions to their team and their local community presented by I Think Financial from checking to savings, home loans to business banking. They go that extra mile for their members. I Think Financial moving you forward honoring the great high school coaches in the area. And don't forget, I Think Financial Amphitheater in West Palm, the best concerts coming through, I Think Financial Amphitheater. That's I Think Financial, I think FI.org. Now, before the show started, uh, Jeanette asked in our in our, our show prep text thread, asked Christian and myself, hey, uh, who's watching FIBA? Who's watching the World Basketball Championships? To which Christian and my response was, well, crickets. We're not watching it. I haven't watched much of it. I have no desire to watch Jalen Brunson be the face of the U.S. Um, World Championship basketball team. I already know you're wrong because he ain't the oh. face of the U.S. Championship basketball team. Who is? Paolo Banquero. Okay. Uh, so who apparently uh, Italy's mad at him? <laughs> yeah, we can get in. Yeah, because he, ha- he he's, an, he's Italian. It's what, um, what's a stupid name? 
A Rod did with the Dominican Republic and the U.S. He had an yeah. option to play baseball for the Dominican Republic and the U.S. Uh, Paolo said no to the Italians unapologetically, and he's playing obviously for the U.S. Uh, Christian, could we get some intense sounding sports music, please? I told Jeanette I'd give her two minutes. Two minutes. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, two minutes to uh, to tell us about the FIBA. World Basketball Championships. Uh, Jeanette? Wait, wait, before time starts, where do you want me to start? Do you want me to start? I don't care. Yeah, this is your thing. <laughs> let me know. You 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 use your on-air intuition. All right, let me know. Your two minutes on the FIBA World Basketball Championship starts now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now the semifinals are on September 8th. Serbia versus Canada, USA versus Germany. Why is this important? Because 32 teams are vying for a spot in the 2024 Paris Olympic Games. So I'm going to start with the U.S. team. Mm. The U.S. team, I'm going to highlight the coaches no, because they're do. pretty important. Steve Kerr, yeah. Eric Spolstra, yeah. and then Tyron Lue, who was part of the 09 Orlando Magic finals team. Talking about the Orlando Magic, the poster boy for the States is Paolo Banquero. Then you got a couple other names you may uh, recognize. Anthony Edwards, like you mentioned, Jalen Brunson, Brandon Ingrams. There's a couple boys in there. Bobby Portis, Austin Reeves. I know if Stone was here, he'd get excited over uh, that one. I sure would. So also for Serbia, we have two, not one, Jovic brothers. One of them, every Miami Heat player should be watching because he plays for the team. Nikola. Yep. He's playing. So he's there. Stefan is the other one. The king of them all. Obviously not there. He's out partying in the streets. Uh, Canada, Kelly Olenek. He's, he's on the team. Isn't right. that exciting? Uh-huh. He's from, he was a Miami Heat player. Yep. Looking great with his headband. And Canada just beat Slovenia, who had, as you mentioned, I don't have time. Luca. Luca. You said Luca. Yeah, on the break. I forgot. Of course, Germany is 25 also, seconds. Germany's there. Orlando Magic went up September 8th. They're fantastic. We'll watch FIBA. Didn't Germany's <laughs> coach grab... Uh, I can't remember who. Oh, and shout out to the Dominican Republic, Carl Anthony Towns, who's now a Dominican god. Okay. They lost to Puerto Rico. I've got one piece on this, and it's what you mentioned before, Paolo Bencara. Do you have a – I'll play the clip right now because it's too good. It's four seconds, and you have to hear it. Oh, Dennis Schroeder. The German coach grabbed Dennis Schroeder, and then he said, don't ah, touch me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that was a highlight. I'm sweating. That was so much fun. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that was fun. So I don't know anything about FIBA. <laughs> I don't know anything about anything that's going on. This clip just scrolled past my X feed, and I had to share it okay. with all the world. What is see. this? It's hilarious. I know what he's staring. So they asked Paolo if he had any remorse for not playing for the Italian team. Why? Why would he play for Italy? Because he's Italian. There's a lot of pride that goes into oh. this. Carl Anthony Towns could have been on the U.S., but he went to the Dominican Republic. Oh, okay. And here's what it sounded like. You have a message for the Italian fans. Uh, no. That's it. That's Didn't know it. the context. I nothing. thought it was hilarious. He's <laughs> got absolutely nothing for him. Why did I think he was Brazilian, Paulo Bencato? Because of the way it's spelled and you're terrible at names. And because Paulo, right? Probably Sao Paulo, Paulo. Yeah. All right. I don't know. All right. Good. All right. So you feel better now? So much better. Okay. Great. I um, went by too fast. I have a lot more to say if you guys are interested. Oh, I know, but uh, I two minutes. Like we got to stick to the rules of the show. We we always stay on time with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we needed to get to this. Uh, should we do? Yeah, we got time. Perfect. All right. So you probably heard this story. Uh, you've heard the tale of the Delta flight. Many of you, if you haven't, I'm about to tell you the tale. The Delta flight who had to turn around, destined uh, for Barcelona from Atlanta, had to turn around because a passenger uh, had explosive diarrhea all over the plane. Okay? Uh, let me read to you. 
from, uh, this is CBS, CBS News. A Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta to Barcelona Friday night was forced to turn around after a passenger had diarrhea. The Airbus A350 had set out on time on the evening of September 1st with 336 passengers on board, but was forced to turn around over central Virginia. Quote, it's just a biohazard issue. We had a passenger a diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta, the pilot told air traffic control. By the way, it's bad enough that you're this person that had diarrhea, and now, like, the pilot is talking to air traffic control about it. That's rough. He could have just left it a biohazard issue. That's terrible. Uh, The Airbus 350 arrived back at Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport slightly more than two hours after its departure, according to FlightAware. Delta told CNN that the flight was delayed just over eight hours, but landed in Barcelona without further incident Saturday at 5.16 p.m. Uh, It's not the first flight this summer to have the passenger experience disrupted by bodily fluids. This week, Air Canada issued an apology after two passengers were told to sit in inadequately clean seats that had been covered in vomit on a previous flight. The incident happened on a flight between Las Vegas to Montreal on August 26th. On June 30th, a traveler on an Air France flight from Paris to Toronto found his seat's footwell still wet with a previous passenger's blood and diarrhea. Habib Bada told CNN that he noticed a strange smell like manure, but when he alerted a flight attendant, he was handed wet wipes and had to clean the area himself before being offered blankets from business class to soak up the waste. Quote, we had to sit there smelling the blood for the next seven hours, end quote. (laughs) Why are you telling me this before I hop on a flight? Oh, boy. Um, So a couple couple of things from this. To the diarrhea flight, okay? I feel very badly, and I know we're all having a gold giggle, giggle, ha-ha over, oh my God, diarrhea diverted a flight back to Atlanta. But that type of ejection from one's body doesn't just suddenly come on. You know that this poor person was at the airport and for like an hour before the flight had been having significant issues and wondering the whole time, oh my God, I have an eight-hour flight coming up. From Atlanta to Barcelona. That's how long that flight takes. I have an eight-hour flight. How am I going to make this? How? Because I have anxiety over simply even having the feeling to, to number two on a plane. You don't want to be the person that stinks up a plane doing that. It's recirculated air. So everybody knows who the person is that pooped in a plane, right? Even if they made it to the toilet. Everybody knows. Like You're the one walking out of there and the whole plane smells like poop. So everybody's looking at you. I don't like that. I have a whole phobia of just going to the restroom. Period. You're going to get sucked into the plane toilet. I just, everybody knows it's you. And sometimes you make sounds and everybody (laughs) knows it's Uh you. Uh So, so this poor person not only went through the anxiety of, oh my God, how am I going to do this? Then got on the plane and I'm sure was like sweating and stomach is rolling while uh, they're going through all the pre-flight stuff. And then the plane takes off. And if they only made it to Virginia, that's like maybe 20 minutes, and then all hell broke loose, and the worst possible thing pa- happened to this person. I feel very, very, very badly for that person. So they had that person probably still had to go to Barcelona. Do you think that same person was on the same flight of some yeah, people? Yeah, do you who think they let that person the- back on the flight, on that same flight that they then uh, eventually went to Barcelona in? We said it was delayed eight hours. Eight hours. Probably because I feel like eight hours, your system's pretty clean by then. I would no? hope. I mean, Jesus, God. Yeah, the absolute stink guy from yeah. everybody that was also on that I flight. See what you did I there. would be, oh. 
uh, I'd be more sympathetic to I'd that. I'd be man. very sympathetic I, to that it. That anxiety, like you because said. Because you know, when it was happening, there were people on the flight that were like, oh, <laughs> just like making a total scene about it. Yeah, absolutely. Got my elbow. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, they tried. They clearly tried. If it's down the aisle, they tried and then it didn't go well, right? It's just uh, you filled it up and then there was spillover. So about a month ago, there was the plain lady, that MFR is not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has this person name been dropped anywhere? I'm sure TMZ is going to find this person. Are like they, they found s- her. He can turn this into money somehow, right? He's going to get a totally. deal with like two wipes. Sure? Oh, I yeah. would own it. But I feel like those are two I'm different I'm the diarrhea situ- dude. Yeah, I feel like it's two <laughs> different situations, though. Like diarrhea dude, he probably accidentally ate something that was bad, had no idea, and he mm-hmm. didn't ask for this. Alien lady, that, that dude ain't real lady, probably had some drugs and some alcohol. Like, yeah. that was self-inflicted. Now, one thing that did catch my attention, I wasn't aware of this till yesterday, was the Air Canada flight where there were still vomit on the seats uh, on oh. on the trip from, from Vegas to, to Montreal. That's not good. I That's not acceptable. You sit down and there's vomit there. How is that not cleaned up beforehand? There's a whole crew that's forced to, 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 to handle that. And Air Canada, the pride, the pride, the, the uh, aero travel titan of our neighbors to the north. How does that happen to an airline, a behemoth? the likes of Air Canada. So what I decided to do, Jeanette, mm-hmm. is I wanted to deliver a message to our neighbors to the north the only way that I could see fit. Okay, go and ahead. that is via their beloved national anthem. So related to the Air Canada flight with the vomit on the seats, Just so they know, we know that they need to be better. I have constructed a new song called Air Canada to the tune of O Canada. And we're going to hear it now on Ken Levick Alive. Air Canada, vomit on seats is bad. Blown chunks on board It makes me feel real sad Napkins or wipes or towels to swipe You can get it cleaned up Then get some bleach to apply to each of every seed hit by half-digested ham. Air Canada. Air Canada. Air Canada. Please clean the vomit for the boys and girls. Air Canada, please clean up all the hurl. Thank you. Switch the national anthem already. Thank I've you. got so many takeaways. Yeah. Number one, mm-hmm. what people don't know is that when you record music, yeah. right, you need to go to a different studio. So Ken was like 
45 minutes up the road at a recording studio right. at 6 a.m. this morning recording right. this song, and I finally got it just in time for the show. Right. And, and number two, Ken, you've got two great kids. I'm assuming they'll have career day one day where yeah. it's like bring your parents in, and we're going to play that. Like this is what daddy does at work. Yeah. Like we have firefighters here, police officer here. He's an architect. Daddy does this. That is the uh, least proud I've ever been of anything done on this show. <laughs> That is Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Real quick, wanted to ask. Uh, apparently, the University of Miami is offering a BOGO deal where if you buy... One of the remaining tickets to see Miami and Texas A&M Saturday. Big game. You get a free ticket to see Miami and Georgia Tech later in the season. <laughs> is is that worthy of getting made fun of? No. Like, I'm all for I come from the group of five school of, hey, get people in the seats. But this is like proud, mighty Miami. That hasn't even sold out the Texas A&M game, and now they're sort of panicking, so here's a BOGO deal, and we give you a free ticket to the Georgia Tech game. Should Is Miami opening itself up to rightfully get made fun of here? Only if it's a fail. If it works out, if the stadium's packed, then it was brilliant. But if it's not, it was a fail. Because it really shows that nobody cares. It's kind of shameless, which is not a bad thing all the time. All right. But again, it's Miami. Like, is Alabama doing that? No. No. Well, you can't compare the programs as of recently. I'm just saying, like, if the Canes want to be big time. Hey, I'm all for a deal. I'm all for a deal. All I'm saying is that can they rightfully be made fun of in the college football spaces? If you combine Alabama and Miami, they both have issues that would solve each other's. Alabama students leave early at halftime with the bad opponents that Alabama faces, and Miami's sometimes late at arriving. Yeah. Maybe we somehow had something there. I don't know. That is interesting. Miami... Miami with a BOGO deal. For the Texas A&M game, I thought that would be a for-sure sellout. Uh, All right, real quick, let me tell you about EDS. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. They've been doing it since 2006. Family-owned and operated. You do not want to be without your air conditioning. It is hot. It is gross. It is disgusting. And that is why EDS is there for you, making appointment schedules around you. That's EDS. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. That's edsairconditioning.com. Also, air quality needs in your home and plumbing matters. They handle it all. They are versatile. It's EDS. EDS is, yes. EDSairconditioning.com. Why are you going to a Vegas bachelor party? I'm going to a bachelor party because it... Not a bachelorette, like a bachelor party. A bachelor party. party. One of my best friends of all time, he's like a brother to me, he's getting married, and they invited me to the bachelor party, despite being a bridesmaid, because I'm closer to the groom. Okay. Uh, How does the the bride-to-be feel about this? Great. Her and I are great friends. I went to her bachelorette party in San Juan. You better not snitch. What? Are you a snitch? No, I'm not. Are you sure? No, I'm good. Have you ever been in this situation before? What? The only time I would snitch on Pat, uh, his name obviously, is if he was cheating and he would never. All right. All right. Uh, now, Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. he, uh, he is now a, a resident of the greater Las Vegas area. I'm very aware. Your close proximity to mm-hmm. the man you have deep, 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 the, the, the deepest love for. He's the hottest man that's ever walked this earth, probably. So what do you do? Do you stalk out the stadium, the practice facility? What I are you doing here? I, I need him to lure. I'm going to look good. I'm going to look cute. I'm wearing a white corset, literally, in the for the one my one night in Vegas. And, you know, he's into spicy workers with 
breast implants, and uh, I am neither ors. I'm more well endowed on the bottom than the top. So I have no idea what to do or where to go. If you guys have any recommendations, please let me know. I'm desperate. <laughs> that business has a low barrier of entry nowadays, just so you know. But it's Vegas. Everybody has breast implants. Just saying. I just... What do I do? This is going to be a tough endeavor for you. Help I'm going to throw me. it out there already. It's going to be a very tough endeavor for you. How do you. I back Jimmy G in under 12 hours? The competition's there. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what do I do? Is there any like funny one-liners? My one-liners are obviously give terrible. Him the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give him the vampire one. Give him the vampire one and see how he likes that. I mean, you could legitimately show up to the facility if you want to kind of be a little creepy and see if you can stake them out there. I mean, the good thing about corsets, it helps, you know, provide an image mm-hmm. of the upper half of the what female you, body. What are you doing on this bachelor party? Uh, we're going to a nice restaurant, so hopefully he'll be at the nice restaurant as well. Oh. Scotch 80, if you're listening, Jimmy G. And then we'll be, you know, uh, on Fremont Street or on the strip. I don't think Jimmy G is going to Fremont. Yeah, I have a you weird get him feeling at the that's not happening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, just in case. Not sure Jimmy G is uh, palling around on Fremont. Dropping. But, you know, it it is... You know, it is Thursday night. It's the start of the NFL season, so maybe I can run into him like at a sports book somewhere. Why do I have a feeling he's not going no. to be at a sports book? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, if he's you're going to get him book. suspended. Help! If I you mean, see something, honor. say something. <laughs> Why is Jimmy G suspended? Oh, you know, it was a good time. Oh, you can blackmail him with the information. Yes, and there you then go, blackmail. And you then can. he will have to continue talking to me throughout the season. Right, because you're blackmailing him. Is it good that uh, you to admit to the crime? In a public forum like this before it actually happens? Not sure. I guess we'll find out. I hope it happens. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Satire. Satire. Just uh, that's right. It's all in the name Do of entertainment. Do you guys any good advice for where I can meet Jimmy G? Uh, at, no, me? No. Other than blackmail at the sports book. Christian, anything? I got nothing. I don't run those circles. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated. Yeah. Please stay out of jail. I'll do my best. And make sure there's no vomit on the seat. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Uh, that's Jeanette. She's had to do a bachelor party. Uh, Christian Kathy, Audible Assassin. I'm Ken. Talk to you tomorrow. NFL season, 28 hours away. Bye-bye.